everybody, welcome to Choking Hazard, the podcast, weekly review round seven, and welcome to 20 days of football, probably in a week or so. With the announcement of the new fixture, the fantasy world will be scrambling as it tries to orchestrate rounds in between days. What will happen to the waivers? What will happen during the buy rounds? What does that smell? I don't know, I think I farted. Look, it'll be interesting to see what's going on. Uh, it'll be rounds from what, Tuesday to the Wednesday. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. Supercoach will probably announce it shortly. Uh, trades are going to be hard to get done. So for those of you boys that uh, need to tick some off, I think now is probably the time to get some of those cheapies done just to tick them off as you need to be because we all know everyone's got to trade once and you've got to have a minimum of 15 trades, I think it is. So everyone's got to trade with somebody at least twice. So you've got to get something organised. Well, that's enough about that. Let's uh, move on to looking back to the week that was. This week we had some fantastic captain options go through. It was, uh, you, everyone got to pick their opponent's ones, and we had some great ones. We had some that screwed everybody over, and some that were just uh, downright classical. So I thought I would rate my top five captain choices of the rounds. Number five is uh, Keelan's choice of Tom Hawkins. Yeah, look, it was a really good call. I think it funny, worked out well in the end, really, because uh, Keelan, oh no, he didn't get the win, sorry. Uh, no, look, great decision, uh, funny, you know, with the announcement, big and very proud of him. Um, Lockie would have been very happy that Tom Hawkins came good in the end, but uh, 150 or something I think he scored was, was decent, but not, not fantastic, but uh, it was a good score. And uh, number four is uh, Sean Darcy, picked by Lachlan. Yeah, this was a good one because early in the week, Lockie had flagged that he was going to pick uh, uh, Big Stefan Martin because he had such a good captain score last week with the uh, the, the Rucks. So uh, Keelan's going, you know what, I'll outsmart you and I'll drop the bloke averaging 40 and I'll pick up a bloke who's going to score 32. So... He did a really good, smart trade there and picked up a uh, good Sean Darcy, who he'd be very happy with and a very good inclusion. And uh, number three actually goes to Dylan Grimes, picked by me. He actually top scored out of all the captains. This bloke has uh, an average of about 70. Before that, his highest score was a, just a shy bit over 100, and he pulls out 127. So the bloke went absolutely rampant and just almost cost, really almost cost me the game, especially when you look at some of the other blokes that I might have been considering. But look, you just see absolutely smashed it and uh, we also have been very happy with his decision with the uh, captain there to go there but early on that Saturday night and uh, look my top captain choice number two actually uh, goes to Jordan or Jaden Dawson from Grant look I thought it was absolute classic choice to pick Steve's boy uh, as the captain it didn't really pay off in the end for him but at the same time I think having the uh, the two laid outs again really hurt him and really didn't stand a chance after that but look Jordan Dawson he did well scored a Decent 93, so I probably did one of his better rounds this week, actually, um, which Grant wouldn't have been too happy with, but all in all, it uh, gave everyone something to, something to laugh about, so I appreciated it. And my number one captain choice of the round was Jack Zebel by Kane. Now, look, uh, I'll go I'll talk a little bit later, but uh, this bloke just came out, probably, yeah, said he was good, said he was fine, and came out in the first quarter, just didn't even touch the ball, and bang, there goes his quarter, his hammy, or whatever it was, and he was out on a big zero, and... Look, I don't know if you guys are mathematicians, but what's uh, double, what's two times zero? It is still zero. So, look, Matt was very unlucky to have that happen, but look, that's just the way the uh, the Supercoach cookie crumbles. So, look, it's been unfortunate for him, but not a whole lot he could do about that one. But really, if he scored what he's meant to score, which was probably at 130, he still would have lost anyway. So, look, but it did, uh, definitely made Saturday night comical. All right, guys, that's all that one. So now it's time for the matchups, and we'll, we'll go to the first game here, and we've got the... First game was actually a, a buy round for the big Lachlan story. He scored uh, 1,600 even, which was our biggest score of the year so far, which is absolutely massive. Uh, he defeated the buyer, Keelan, at 11.51, so a really poor score by Keelan there. Really didn't have a, a whole lot going for him, Keelan. Uh, he had Bontempelli at 105 and uh, James Sisley 149, so 
Those two boys doing pretty well, but no other tons. And he's Captain Sean Darcy, 64, which is uh, not a good not a good double there. We go to a big lucky story, and he had to go in my boy, or his boys, going bang with five, 151. Dangerfield, 127. That's just on Thursday night. And then oh, the big Tim English on Friday night, 204. Don't know how the hell this bloke did it, but 204 on Friday night. Add that to Caleb Daniel, 108. And Lockie was already calling for a buy after that day. He basically said the game was over. And then you go uh, Big Ali Yao and Jack Steele, 102 and 164. Look, he just had some really big scores. And that's 600. That's just it's an immense score, especially with the captain of Tom Hawkins, what it was. If he'd gone one of the normal blokes, he would have probably had one of the biggest scores in this league. Because you would have bet he would have probably gone Dangerfield. So that would have almost doubled his score. So that would have uh, doubled his captain. So absolute clinic by Lachlan and uh, a very, very big win. We then go to Matt with Lockie's Kane train at 1,057. Was defeated by Kane Angry Midgets, 1,300. So it's a good win by Kane. And he started off well with uh, Brody Grundy, 144. And look, probably a little bit worried early with Colour uh, Jasney on six at halftime, I think it was. He ended up scoring 60. So look, 122 as captain is definitely not bad. Especially when you look at Matt's captain of Zeevil with zero. So look, he definitely did well. Look, uh, Zorko, 116 and... Lost at 101 for Kane, which definitely some good scores for him, and a few other ones in the 90s. So he was pretty happy with that. He had some pretty good scores. And you go to to, to Matt. Well, he had Hunter 118, and Harris Andrews 127. Cameron and Whitfield 105, He was sitting pretty good there. But that, that Saturday night with, with Pittard and Zeeble just really screwing him over there. Even with Houston 107 and, and that sort of stuff as well. Just, just, just unfortunately not enough, especially with those really average scores that Saturday, Saturday night. We then go to another game. We've got another high score here with Braden, uh, the Dob Squad, 1586, defeated Ben Three Flags, 1272. Uh, captain scores here. We've got Brody Mychek scoring 100, which is a double 50, and Zach Bailey scoring 176, which is double mass I can't do. Uh, so a good one there by Zach Bailey. Actually, probably pulled out one of his best uh, best ones for the week, for the year, sorry. Uh, we go to Ben's side, and he's got uh, Barras and Kelly, 105, 106, even uh, Duday, 124, which is good. And his boy Greenwood, 144, which is just, he's sitting and settled in very nicely up in Gold Coast. And you go to, to Braden, and he's got Parker, 141, Rampy, 120, Martin, 100, Walsh, Butters, 115, 110, Petrucca, 160, Gorn, 185. Like, just some real big scores there. So, look, absolutely smashed it. And same thing with, with Dobbs as well. If he'd uh, captained the right blow like a Gorn, he would have probably almost come close to pushing top, Lockie's top score. So, another really good score there. And um, really, really clinical win. I then go to uh, the next one, which is James Sacred Fart, thirteen fifty-three, defeated Alex Netfitch and Chill, eleven twenty-six. Look, this one I'm actually uh, looking a lot heavy, really worried going into that last game, but I'll I'll get to that um, that Monday game in a second. Look, uh, I already spoke about the captain choice, two hundred and fifty-four from Grimes, so an absolutely massive one. And look, I was a bit worried coming into that one, but my boy Carlisle, two hundred and thirty-two was captain, just absolutely smashed his predicted of one hundred and eighteen. So. I was very happy with that bloke, and well, he served me well. But like probably the two of the biggest captain scores we had in that round against each other. But not much went right um, for either of us, really, apart from that. Look, uh, Shepard and Kennedy, 107 each. But that's really all all he had there. On Alex had with uh, big scores, and like his boy battle going down on nine on that Monday really hurt him. Really, probably, really just didn't give him a chance at that game. And then I had boys like Wines, 104. Walters, my boy, 101. Gresham, 108. Good try, good raid trade there. And my boy Trelaw, 158. Just going bang and setting up a good week. Really going well. But then boys like Rosie going just really ginger and Katie going off on 18, which really didn't help me. So, look, all in all, really close game until that Sunday. But I just had my boys, my three boys, which I was really worried about, actually. 
doing really well and um, battle going down just really hurt. So, look, that was a really close game until the end, Alex. So, yeah, look, you then go to the next one. We've got Grant with On The Cans, 11.33, was defeated by Steve Sodium Chloride, 13.50. Yeah, right, here we go. We had, uh, look, Steve had the captain on Jordan Dawson, who scored the 93, I think it was, which is uh, 97, 98, something like that. Really good, uh, really good captain score, really, in the ends, but... He put the uh, the C on Talia, who scored 216. That's a really good score there. Really big score by the boy. So I'd be happy with that one, Grant. And then we go to the rest of the scores. And Steve had uh, Liberatore 103. He had uh, Lloyd 111. Wits 109. Took 102. Tarrant 107. Dixon 118. Going bang. And uh, look, Grant had some good scores with Adams 126. Uh, Swallow 108, which was good. But then... When Toby Green went out, Scott Lysant went out, he really just didn't have a chance at all. He had Ryder on the bench 128, which if he knew Lysant wasn't going to play, then he's got that sitting right there and would have given him a pretty decent chance. But look, he's got some really, really good average, uh, really, really good players on the pine there, especially with Green and Lysant both laid out. So you just really can't, you can't come back from those ones, especially when there's a, a zero on the field. It's really, really hard to come back from and look, an unfortunate one. And that's happened to the bloke two or three times. So really, he's getting really, really bad luck with these players at the moment. So he wouldn't be very happy. All right, we now go to a really good game here, which was talked up early in the week. We had Brian with 22-0 vision, 1,082. Was defeated by Scotty Lever and Salone, 14-77. Big score by Scotty there. Uh, look, this one was touted early as Brian's to lose. He basically, Scotty had already thrown in the towel early on Thursday, Thursday before the game had even started. And look, not pretty much after that, not much went wrong for the bloke. Look, Brian had uh, Crisp 107 and Lyons 114 doing well, but then... Neil, Berry, well below their best. Look, Papa, you know, Bolton, 102 each, which was good. This one here, we had some pretty similar captain options with Weedering, 128, versus Gibbons, 152. So, good scores there, but look, the last Sunday games really let him down. Um, Amon, 21, McAvoy, 35, Palpepper, 41. That's probably what sowed the seeds of doubt for him. But the game was probably over before then because let's go to a Scotty's team and he had uh, Suckling, 101. He had uh, 141 by Coniglio, back to his best. Rankin 102, who got the scrap heap. Weller 100, and then uh, the double uh, double two punch, 182 for Higgins and 139 by his boy Duke Dumont. Just look, he'd be very happy with that one. It's a good win, and yeah, set himself up, set himself, set himself up nicely. And we now go to the last one, which probably won't have been the match of the round. Really, we had uh, Nick with eight balls, 12:30, defeated by Brian Packy Flyers, 12:99. So another one that went down to the wire on that Sunday. Really interesting game here. So we go to. Was his captain of Blake Akers, 178. Look, it's a pretty good score for what he was going to get. And you go to Brian with uh, Flying Ryan, a uh, big score of 80. So, look, he did definitely better than his uh, his other boy, uh, Williams. So, definitely better than that, but not much. So, go to Brian's team. He had a Guthrie, 116. Uh, Cut, Cora, 110, which doing really well. Goldstone, 106. Marshall, 110. Hartlett, 100, 100 even. Uh, Redden, 105. So, good scores there. And then uh, eight balls had McRae, 122, Oliver, 121, Vining, 120, uh, Brayshaw, 102, and O'Brien, 143. Really good, but unfortunately, uh, really got really got left with uh, Brody Smith sitting behind on 13. So how does the bloke get 20 disposals and get 13? I really don't understand, but we could be very dirty on the bloke. And uh, look, might have cost him the game, really, because if he'd scored his 100 or 60 or 80, whatever it was going to be, probably would have won the game. So really unfortunate for him, but um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I've said that three times now because apparently I don't have any other things to say. Look, you'd definitely be happy with where he's at, but not happy that he didn't get that win because of, of Brody Smith. All right, it's now time for my coach of the week. Now, look, it's a, it's a bit strange choosing a captain who had a buy this round, but look, that's what I've done. 
Look, he's gone large with a 1600 score. Look, this is the man in the COVID mask. It's uh, Lachlan Story. Lockie, welcome. Jimmy, firstly, mate, thanks for having me on. Look, I'm uh, I'm not shocked to be on this uh, this soon after my first stint. What have you done now? Six? Yeah, six. Six coach yeah. of the rounds? Yep. And without a doubt, our show, mate, it topped all the charts. So, look, I'm not shocked to be back. And, look, before we go any further, I must say it is an absolute pleasure to be talking with the other informed coach of the comp. So, congratulations to yourself. Thank you. Um, look, me personally, mate, I did uh, nothing short of take the absolute piss on the weekend. So, I can't say I'm shocked to get this call up. I feel a bit for Scotty. I thought uh, he might not actually win another game. So, I thought you might throw him the mercy card. So, I'm glad you've gone straight to the top, mate. It's, it's good to hear. Um, you brought it up there. Look, I, I did joke a bit about having the buy on the weekend, but, mate, that's how I felt. So I was fixed to play Keelan, and I treated him like the third-rate citizen that Lego-headed fucktard is. So, look, I'm waiting for the phone call from Steve to discuss the reimbursement because I fully expect to receive a few dollars few dollars back from uh, all, all the joy taken away from me, mate, from this, the joy that Super um, Coach offers. I was uh, I that taken away, and that is disgusting. So look, it was a clinical performance for me, so I can't be too disappointed. But, um. Mate, if, we, if we've got time, I'd actually like to talk a bit more about Killen if we can, Jim Bob. Is that right with you? We can yeah, I reckon, delve a little bit here. Well, if we've got a little bit of time, I reckon um, we should be fine. You oh. think it's going to be about the fact that he's not allowed around schools anymore with the shape of his lid, but there's actually nothing to do with that. Um, I've done some digging, mate. I've done some digging. And you know what's funny about Keelan? Each year he, he says about helping Matt. We all call him Matt, my brother. He makes no secret that he tells Matt to come to him for advice. He basically tells Matt if he should or should not trade. So he's real puppet soul. And here is what my investigating has found. Yep. Round one, he took Naismith off Matt, who was Sydney's number one ruckman, and he gave him Sinclair, knowing well that he was lucky to play. As we saw after that, Naismith was dominating. He was the number one man. So Keelan tick, fingered Matt beautifully. Round five, he convinced Matt to give him Sam Menegola, who is flying, Jimmy, flying. His recent scores, 83, 152, 116, and 108. He's been an absolute beast. You know who he got for him? He gave up Zach fucking Fisher. Zach Fisher. <laughs> Zach Fisher's not even playing. And it gets better. In round eight, in round eight, he took back Zach Fisher, who still isn't playing, <laughs> And he gave him Kyle Langford, who came off the 70 on the weekend. Now, I know that's against the trend, right? Because that's Keelan giving him a player. But what are the odds? I'm playing Matt this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can see when he's got Matt in his back pocket and that four-eyed kitty fiddler just fucking does another trade that makes no sense. So, you know what? He's literally fingered Matt twice and licked his fingers afterwards. He's fucking, and then this week, he's just donated to his team because he's all depressed about sitting on a traffic cone all weekend after I fucking fingered him because the pain just will not stop. So... He's taking Matt for an absolute ride, controlling him like he's fucking got revealing photos of him and I, for one, have had enough. So I'm quite sick, to be honest. I'm pretty grateful you've given me this platform to really vent about it because it needed to be said. So I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that, but personally, I'm uh, disgusted with the way Keelan's been operating this season. Oh, look, uh, unfortunately, I haven't actually had the chance to, to trade with Keelan so far. He's on my list of uh, blokes I haven't traded with and based on all those stats you've just provided me, it makes sense why he hasn't. He doesn't want to trade with someone who actually knows what he's doing. No, no, he's, um, make no mistake of the use of the word kitty fiddler for him because that's exactly how I feel about him. He's a dead set piece of shit. So, um, don't expect him to come to the party because he's hard work. And yeah, if your name's not Matt and you're not just in his back pocket nicely tucked away, then you're probably going to have to work pretty fucking hard to get a trade done with him. So, you know what, Keelan, go get fucked. (laughs) 
Oh, I feel like Keelan's getting the rough end of the stick the last few weeks on the podcast. Everyone's just lining up well, to freaking pot shot him. He got the rough end of the stick on the weekend. I'll give you the hot tip. Oh, he definitely did. <laughs> it, was, it was sharp as. <laughs> I think that stick was named English as well. Um, English, mate. A little secret between you and me. Every morning when I've been waking up, I, I took a screenshot of Tim English to score and I've just forwarded it out to Keelan. <laughs> <laughs> the last two days he hasn't actually replied to me, but you know what? He'll break. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it. To be honest, I just don't understand it. He's like he's good, but he's not that good. He's not two hundred good. He's um, he was everywhere on the weekend, wasn't he? he was so killing I don't it, know yeah. whether he, he saw that I was playing kill and he thought I'm going to get up for this. But um, yeah, no, he's uh, he's my boy, and all on the back of the Gresham rage trade. So I'll take that. At the time, I was happy just to offload Gresham because I was frustrated at him for his captain score. And to be fair, Gresham's been good ever since. But Timmy English has been your captain well before this round, the last two rounds, and he's just been a superstar. So I'm pretty happy with how that's worked out, to be honest, and I'm pretty happy that he fucking bent killing over on the weekend. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a win-win for us both, really. I think um, I got him from Wasty from uh, just as a rough trade for Sean Darcy, who turned to shit after that. So when he started coming good, I'm like, oh, I've got some currency here. And then, yeah, I probably wouldn't have, probably still wouldn't have been playing him, really, because i got Nick Nats almost tonning up every week. So didn't really bother me to offload him, and yeah, worked out well for both. Have you had much of a look at the ladder? Oh, I have actually had a look at the ladder. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think it's uh, probably sitting right where it should be in the it's rightful place, really, with maybe one or two exceptions so, at the top. Yeah, I tend to agree. It's good to see some new blokes in the top eight. So Kane's up there warming up my spot in the top four, which is nice of him, and Braid's hovering in sticks. So look, but I looked at the ladder, and that's that's the good news story's done. There's a bad news story in there, and look, it's the same thing every bloody year, mate. I, I just don't know how to address it anymore. He claims to be an avid supporter of the game. There's a comp named after him. We named a competition in Supercoach Draft after this lad. We watched his brother get expelled from the league. But yet again, the cop hater is still sitting second last. So, <laughs> look, if it wasn't for someone who brought into this league sitting below him, he'd actually be last. So, look, I don't know how a bloke can be so pathetic. He comes into the chat each week, gobbles off a bit, throws the same jokes around about his dad locking donuts, waddles off like the legitimate penguin that he is, to again be the bitch of his household and it gives us absolutely nothing in Supercoach Arena. We've addressed this head on by bringing it up with him and still he never even looks like profiting from the league. So I'll ask you, do we just accept that he's no good at Supercoach and move on? Accept his donation year in, year out? I don't know, man. If it was a Pyakin contest, this bloke would fucking dominate. But you bring him to Supercoach and he's just no good. So I, I don't know. I've, uh, I've hit it head on. I've brought it up with him year in, year out. What do we do to make this bloke stop being a number? Any ideas? I really don't have one because, like you said, the family's not doing very well. Brian's looking again almost to be missing the eight the way he's going recently, apart from he's been over Wusty. We got rid of Blake already, so we already got one third of the problem out of the way. But I don't know, with Benny, yeah, sitting second bottom, he's had what? He's uh, one and four over the last three, over the last five, sorry, one and four over the last five, and just doesn't even look like winning, really. No, but it happens every year. He comes in, sits in the draft, gets all excited, wants to fucking. Ha- well, particularly his hatred on policemen this year when we tried to make draft night. You thought this would be the year that he'd get up and about. Like, he was literally sending me pictures of policemen all fucking beaten up because he was pissed off. I was like, just calm down, Benny. Calm down. I don't know, man. I don't, I've got no answers for him anymore. He's just no good. So if he's not going to fucking take it seriously, then Ale- we'll, we'll go to Alex and ask him if he's got any other mates he can take over because, well, to be honest, actually, I like taking Benny's money. So it's it's, it's like cash 22 there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we have one less person to compete with, isn't it? Well, it's it's a hundred percent that. So he's, you're definitely not competing when you're versing him. Um, as you said, he's won one game. When was that? What round was did he win? His one game? 
Uh, I think he made one round one, and he's won one, one of the last five. So, well, somewhere in the last five yeah, weeks, and then the one before that. It's so. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I, I actually, I, it's, I've got to take a bit of the blame for this because I could have kept Blake. I could have kept Blake in and, and said, Ben, have a spell, mate. Have a spell. Focus on your Uber Eats and what you're doing at home that's taking up all your time. Focus on your chores at home. Get your life sorted out and then invited him back in when he was ready to go. But right now, I don't know what's going on. Maybe Sammy's got him vacuuming too much or he's fucking, he's not cleaning enough. There's dust left around and he's just a bit sidetracked. I don't know, but he needs to start to bring his uh, A game to this fucking table. Otherwise, he's going to have to have a bit of a stint on him. Yeah, I think he's losing the plot a bit. He's betting on Richmond games, against Richmond games. He's, you know, it's very Melbourne-esque and I don't know. He's uh, a changed man, but I, look, I'm not shocked that he bets against Richmond because going by the way he's playing in Supercoach, he knows nothing about the game. So it doesn't shock me the way he acts now. So yeah, you just got to take it as it is. And look, I saw the money coming to my account when he paid his entry fee, and we've got to be happy with that. It's just, um, you know, it's one less person you're going to have to divvy it up to. So at least he pays. Thanks, that's Benny. the main thing. At least he pays. That's the main thing. Alrighty. Uh, anyone else you want to tee off on before I get to the questions? Oh, that's it. I'm sure the questions will give me a little bit to work with. So. Yeah, all right. all right. We'll go with the main man himself. We'll go with Big Benjamin. So this, uh, <laughs> Big Benjamin, I like it. <laughs> this question came through, I think it was uh, Sunday afternoon during uh, during a certain uh, or disagreement or something that was happening in the in the chat. Yeah. So this was uh, one from it. Why does Lachlan want us all to die of COVID? Why can't he comply with the rules? <laughs> does he hate the government and the police? It is about time Ben put a question to you, to be honest. So I'm proud of him firstly for, for doing that. I, uh, I take, uh, what's the word, umbrage or disgust. Or I'm not happy that he thinks I hate police because like, I've supported them from day one and I've made a big deal about it. They are the men. They're our frontline heroes. And unlike him who wants to kick them when they're down, I've, uh, I've supported them. So... We've got three coppers in this chat and I worked out, I worked for this whole draft night around them because that's how highly I value them. Whereas Ben, he was, um, he wasn't interested at all. So why do I hate them? Uh, sorry, Benny, no deflection here, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm a massive fan. So I don't know what else to say to that. Jimmy, he's just a liar. He's a dis- disappointment. We just got to move on. All right. I'll move on to a, another question from Ben. This one came in a, <laughs> a couple of hours, a couple of hours after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one came through a couple of hours after the uh, after the first one. All righty, this one's yep. uh, it's a bit long winded, so give me a second, and I'll hopefully get it right the first time. All right, uh, probably. Does the coach think that it's funny watching Steve and Bevo flexing their dicks with their knowledge of laws slash fines and other shit we don't care about in a footy chat, while the local law enforcement are just reading the message and thinking you fucking dickheads? Firstly, I must say I'm very proud of Benny for submitting two questions. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm assuming it took him a little bit of time to put all that in an actual sentence that made sense because two hours in between questions, that's that's what you get. So, uh, well done, Benny. Thanks for the question, mate. Um, are Steve and I happy telling you the rules? Is that, is that the question in the end? Sure. Yeah, we're thrilled, mate. If, if we can tell you how things are going so that you understand it and you don't fuck up anymore. We're all about it. But um. Mate, rules aren't your thing because if there are rules and you're following them, you're not doing very well. So I don't know what else to say with that. I think I've been one, I've been out of the Rhino rules up there. So actually living the life in the moment. So yeah, getting very 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 lucky up there. Going to the going to the yeah. YMCA, going for a swim, getting all the uh, good stuff out of the way. <laughs> keeping that keeping that pool nice and clean. Yeah, doing all the hard work. Watching the checking the pH levels. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, he's meant to be there as a lifeguard, but I heard he's 
often there just walking in his board. He's just showing off the rig because he's pretty happy where he's at at the moment. So he's uh, he's not your uh, your biggest professional walking around is what I'm hearing. So even in the winter months, even in the winter months, he's like, get these lungs out, give the people what they want to see. So I and look good on him if you've got it, flaunt it. And he's got it. If they want to see him, then why not, I guess? It's just give the people what they want. <laughs> uh, he's a good-looking rooster, Benny. All right, next while we skip now, that's enough from Ben. Thanks, Ben. All right, now we go to Scotty. Uh, so the first one, so close yet so far for Alex. Will he go through the season without tasting victory? Uh, probably, to be honest. But look, if, we're gonna, if Scotty's going to submit a question, I think we need time to take, we need to take time to talk about Scotty because personally, like, I can't think of a time he's done anything in a draft league ever. And prove me wrong, but um, look, he's, had a, he's one of the ones actually who's had a league named after him. Uh, he was treated like absolute trash and rightly so. So lucky his multi-business is going well, so he's able to recoup some of the funds that he's deposited to us. So he's, um, if he treated draft night like he was uh, finishing a main course and ready to hunt down the dessert table, trust me, he'd be a man on a mission and be unstoppable. But we just haven't seen anything from that from Scotty. He's just always been fucking shit. So for a bloke who knows the game and who's just dominating the multi-scene, obviously knows what players can do. I don't understand why he's so shit. Like for a while there, he was throwing the toys out of the cot, and it was just um, on absolute struggle street. Complaining players were out, and life was unfair, and uh, sort of regrouped himself because he's beaten the bloke who's sitting last. <laughs> he's um, uh, there's questions plenty in the Miller camp. Yeah, he was. Uh, he definitely threw the toys out of the cot after the uh, the Essendon game went down, and he just uh, sort of thought, "This is it. The game's over." But come on, mate. Games aren't won in uh, premierships aren't won in May, so. Get right back no, the just pick and keep a better going. team. And if you're going to pick Essendon and Melbourne players, go on aside. You deserve to be shit. So fuck him. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> All right. Next one. Is Bryza within his rights to claim he is the title favourite again? What title in, in Supercoach? No. Yeah. I think after he uh, uh, knocked off so. Wusty. Yeah, okay. Valid. He did beat Wusty. But um, no, nah, Bryza's still... He's still not going to uh, cop it, I think. I'll look at who's up there and... Um, Braids and Musty to me are the two that are still got the plays, got the even spread, and got enough done to to be the top dogs. I think Bryce is just going to be another number this year. If he can't finish top, I don't think he'll be in the cash. Yeah, he's in the seventh at the moment, so he dropped uh, that fall from grace was very swift. So I have to wait and see. The wheels fell off. The definitely. wheels fell off massively. So it's a big bloody bus that Bryce drives, and those wheels they definitely went crumbling. So yep. he's uh yeah no he's he's not in the greatest place yet. He beat. Wasty and things went his way. Wasty copped um, Selwood getting injured, which probably was a difference in the end. And Brody Smith having 20 disposals at his 15 super coach, just yeah. part of a shit club. So I'm not shocked that he went shit. But um, yeah, no, I wouldn't get uh, too hung up on Bryzer. He's um, there's obviously other things going in his life. Every time Benny's coming to the chat, he's mentioned something about Bryzer and donuts. So I don't <laughs> know if Bryzer's sidetracked with donuts at the moment or what's going on, but I can't see this being a, a long-term thing. He's turned around in form. He lost three on the trot, so we've got to remember that. One yeah. week doesn't change anything. That's it. You're only and... as good as your last win, Jimmy, but he's still shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, come up with my own question right now. Speaking of donuts, uh, let's go to a donut on the field. What did you think of the Zebel Zero Captain? <laughs> that was gold. And you know what? I'm glad happened to Matt as well because you want to talk about donuts and the bloke with the rig the shape of a donut, M story, <laughs> eat your heart out. I don't know if you've watched that rump walk, but my God, it's like a fridge and you just see it moving from side to side. The actual ears are dead, so boompa boompa. So no, I, wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. Yet. And you know what he did today? He did this. He messaged me being all, all nice. He goes, do you want Dion Prestia? I, mean, I had a look. Dion Prestia, A, not playing this week, B, done an ankle. Why would I want Prestia? 
Yeah. So, you know, you know what, Matt? Jog on. I'm glad that things fucking went pear-shaped for him. He deserved nothing less. Yeah, I think he, he must have looked at his uh, bench and gone, there's no one available to play. I need to get something going here. But at least uh, he was laughing when He was laughing when Zebra was picked. He thought he was up and at him and thought, oh, Zebra's a great pick. I'm happy we're going to get done. The big donuts. I know it was a master stroke. And big donuts to see. It was, uh, it was quality. I think when, we, when he went off and when the hammy pinged, everyone thought, hang on, what's he on here? Oh, he's on zero. This is just, that was seen. Do yourself a favour, though. Next time you're sitting down and Matt gets up to get a drink, just watch the way his butt moves. Because, like, I know I say pear-shaped before, but he's legitimately a pear-shaped human. He's <laughs> just, the way it goes is, wow. He told me he was thinking about getting some of his doorways extended a little bit just to make sure he could waddle through. <laughs> To wait and uh, let's see what happens next time we head over there and uh, maybe we'll check the, check the scale again and see what happens. Yeah, I don't know if you'll have scales, it wouldn't be a wise move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another one from Scotty. We've got uh, two more here. Uh, why does Lachlan hate people being healthy and not spreading the virus? I don't hate people not spreading the virus, but look, I, and as I explained to you in uh, Bell before we got this little catch up, look, when it first kicked off, Australia's chief health officer said no one else should be wearing face masks. Uh, no one should go around wearing face masks, please. Dan Andrews said at the time he questioned, when there was questioned about random people wearing face masks, he said anyone wearing a mask like that is wasting a mask. Um, Victoria's health chief officer was on TV saying um, wearing a face mask is not recommended if you're well. So now all of a sudden they've changed their tune and you get fine if you don't wear one. So I'm all for wearing a mask. I'm, I'll do what they want us to do. I just the leadership shown has been poor in my opinion. So they've uh, they've gone from one thing to another. They let fucking thousands protest. They let people from security companies sleep with people in quarantine and. I just think that the way they handled it was shit. Yep. So, no, understandable. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. There you go. <laughs> I should think. Oh, no, he's in some questions. We can we can address Keelan a bit more when we get to the questions that he sent oh, through. Good, good. Well, I'd hate for him to miss out. All right, next one actually is about Keelan. Uh, what kind of salary does Keelan get for being the face of Compare the Market? Because <laughs> he's a meerkat. I love it. That's a great question. Who asked that, Scotty? That was Scotty. Well, that's, that's pretty clever from him. Probably the best thing <laughs> he's done all year. We associate clever and Scotty together, but that's right <laughs> up there. So, um, look, I hope it's generous, to be honest, because Keelan is your, uh, your dead set bringer for a meerkat. So, when I go to the zoo and see him popping out now, it's just like little Keelan's everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, great call. He deserves to be on a bloody good wicket because he's um, doing a great job. He is, definitely. He's even the, uh, the face of our draft league uh chat now as well so he's really moving up from starting to get some royalties or great, something it was a great call he's a definite meerkat i like that i'm all for that yeah all right if we now move on to uh to matt with another COVID question why hasn't Lockie downloaded the COVID app yet so apparently we have now transitioned <laughs> from a a football chat to a COVID uh uh COVID chat so now nah, fair enough and i'm the man to come to as well because i'm all, I'm all about it so my health degree arrives next week so get amongst me yeah. um why haven't i got the app mate i've got the app i'm all about the app the app's perfect so i just wish that uh people that weren't above the app would get the app yeah, definitely insert steve here <laughs> insert steve, exactly right uh, whether i actually agree with what steve said i just i do like to uh stir stir the pot a little bit but it, it um it wasn't perfect at start when it was locked um but it still did work it was tested when it was locked that it was working so if uh, they're getting on, on TV now live saying it works and we can get that and get us out of lockdown, I personally am fucking hating lockdown. So yep. do the right thing, get us out and let's get amongst it. Exactly right. Fuck Keelan. <laughs> Fuck you, exactly right. Download that. No one cares. Download the fucking app. No one cares where you are. No one's looking at No one's looking at yeah. you. Government's not watching you. It's fine. 
Exactly. Uh, they don't give a fuck what we're doing, to be no, honest. We're not, we're not that important. Um, who's more likely to win a match, Zeebled with one leg or Alex? <laughs> the thing is how uh, both of them Alex. lost this week. That's uh, really... <laughs> yeah, no, good call. Alex has been uh, the great disappointment, hasn't he? He's... Uh... He's come in there and we weren't sure what to expect and Ben swore black and blue this kid would be all right and he was just, I don't know, I, I do not think he will win a game. So he was uh, intimidated by Wusty early, which, which showed. He's, uh, he gave away half his team. That doesn't help. You can't do that in this league because you just get buried and there's no coming back from that. So um, there's no one left on the free agent pile for him just to, to pick off. So... If you're asking me who I'd prefer out of a one-legged Zeeble or Alex, I'd take one-legged Zeeble because at least he shows some ticker. Here we go. All righty. Last one from Maddie. How far along is Ben, and do we know if it's a boy or a girl? <laughs> uh, a fat joke. I like it. Uh, it's good coming from Matt as well. Um, yeah, look, look, I actually don't know how far along he is, Maddie, but um, I'm sure it's uh, it's well-progressed. Um yeah, I, I don't know the answer. We'll have to ask Benny that. So we're on the same page. There's something happening there. I agree with that. But I'm telling you, he likes walking around with his rig out. So he's, he's happy with what's going on. Yeah, must be uh, only a couple months in because he's probably getting a little bit of a bump, but nothing uh, nothing protruding too much yet. So <laughs> Wait, uh, once that happens, he might start uh, spending more time in the office. Uh, we now turn to Keelan, um, which I think you'll really appreciate his questions because you yeah, seem like you really like him at the moment. So that's good. Keelan's um, top of my list. He's awesome. No, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, I've got I'm, another... I'm actually real dirty on Keelan because he wastes my weekend. So yeah. all I ask when I play in Supercoach is to have a nice competitive game. And he thought he was too good for that. So, yeah, no, he's, he's bottom in my shit list at the moment. Yeah, no, that's uh, understandable as well. Look, he's got a, a COVID question here, which is about you hating healthcare workers. But I think we've already addressed those. So I'll probably skip over them unless you want to address it. What else can I say? Exactly. Uh, let, let's move on. Yeah, I won't even bother. All righty, first one is... Who will win a game first, Adelaide or Alex? <laughs> Another Alex question. Um, yeah. Adelaide. Adelaide. I, I made it clear my thoughts on Alex. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of work to do. His, his biggest issue is uh, to date, we're, we're now in round eight, round seven, round, round eight. Um, all right, yeah. And I have, I've not received one trade from him, yeah. not one. So he's either been A, told not to trade with certain people or B, just make zero effort. Benny said that's not the case, so he's making zero effort and he wonders why he's going shit. So... Yeah, now if you're not going to put in and um, try and get some good players from other teams, then you're just going to wait till people come to you and get bent over because that's what happens. I'm not coming to you to buddy lose a trade. So if you want to come to me and offer a player and maybe make a deal that would appeal to me but really benefits you, that's the way the game's played and he does nothing. So um, Adelaide will sneak a win here or there. Alex, yeah. I'm not sure will. Yeah, I think definitely, especially when you're at the bottom, you've got to make the moves. Um, otherwise, you're just going to stay there because you've got to actually make the decisions to move up. Yeah, he really needs to beat you on the weekend, so he got a chance on the podcast because now I just don't think he's going to get a Guernsey, which feel sorry for the young lad. He could have used the time to uh, to really grow. But, um, oh, well. He would have. Can't all be winners except me? Us, buddy, us. us. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had a bias. That doesn't count. Uh, valid, yeah. Still dirty on that. Yeah. Why is Mutt still in this league? Um, so that Keelan can trade with him, basically. So as I went off the top, the way Keelan's been trading with him, he's uh, he'll make sure Matt's in this league forever. So some of the moves Keelan's made towards Matt has been borderline disgusting. Um, yeah, it makes you want to dig deeper into Keelan's life and wonder what he's fucking doing. So uh, Matt's in this league, basically, to help Keelan. He's in his back pocket. He take, takes him along. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Beautiful. All righty. Got a long one. Fuck Keelan. <laughs> Got a long one here from Wusty. I mean, just... See, I hate it when people don't put punctuation in because he's got like seven different 
questions here, but it's all one big paragraph. Some yeah, of the boys, hard, some of the boys like Scotty, uh, Keelan, even Marto, they do some punctuation, some numbers questions. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Whereas these blokes, they just put it all together and it's fucking shit. All right. Uh, why does Matt not realise that nobody wants his injured players and to stop offering them as trades? Because um, Matt's a uh, degenerate, basically. I was, if Dad had his way, and he's, he's been honest with it, Dad said he'd wipe him on the sheets. So if he had his time again, Matt wouldn't even be here. So nothing surprised me with the way Matt operates. And, yeah, look, his own father doesn't even want him to be here. So that pretty much sums it up. If right. Matt was uh, any decent, his uh, father would embrace it. But, yeah, I ask that all the time because I've only got one son. So fair enough. There we go. I've got some breaking news here. Uh, sorry, Matt, if you're listening, sorry to hear uh, about your sheets, but... Look, hopefully uh, you can bounce back next week and try and sneak a win. It's uh, not Matt's sheets. If, if Dad had his way, Matt wouldn't even have sheets. So that's he what, that's what I mean. Yeah, sorry, my mistake. Dad would prefer just have an extra study. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. Um, so last week, Wasty said, uh, asked Dad, is Kane, the new, is Kane the new Mick? But he actually meant, is Alex the new Mick? So we'll, uh, we'll address that one this, this week. Is Alex the new Mick? Uh, no, Mick was more competitive. So uh, we we laughed and we, we axed Mick, but uh, no, he was um he got really tough on his trades. We had, last year had different trading rules, so you had to do one trade a week, and there were weeks where Mick refused to trade just to make sure his team stayed good. Whereas Alex, he um, barely knows what the trade table looks like. So is Alex the new Mick? No, no. At the moment, I have got Mick above Alex. Alex has got a lot of work to do, and he needs to actually put in some hard yards if he's going to turn his team around. Some big calls need to be made at that uh, that end. Yeah, a lot of work to do and not a whole lot of players to be able to do it with. So I think he's in a spot of honor. It's a shame he doesn't have Bronson Pell anymore, eh? Uh, yeah. Try and get Hopper, Hopper back and get something big for him. You know, once he's got Hopper now, so we ain't getting rid of him. He's very keen to get him <laughs> Not until fucking somebody first rates put on the table. Yeah, true. God, what a joke that is. The way the bloody come into the league and just taint it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Alrighty. Uh, why did Bryza say he was no longer going to post in the chat? Then sent three hundred to four hundred messages a minute later. <laughs> Good question. I, I, it's a great I question. don't know the way Bryce's mind operates. Sometimes he just does weird things. So I'm pretty sure uh, I saw it. Me. Hey, I'm pretty sure I saw it. Was like, all right, I'm not posting in here. Then like two minutes later, the new low posted. The new low posted. I'm like, didn't you just say you weren't posting? It was. It was odd. Um, but uh, he's just an odd unit. I don't know. I don't know the way his mind works sometimes. He's done bloody well to sign bloody Kath up for life the way he has. He's just a, a <laughs> random unit. He probably said, I'm not going to sign Kath up, then signed up straight away. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, random unit, does random things. Uh, should Dugowie be banned from attending Collingwood Family Day with the way Alex Rance is banned from attending Couples Weekends away? Uh, no, to go with your boy. I'm uh, shattered that he, he did his finger on the weekend. He's just, oh, he was, he was in form. So, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not thrilled that to go with that. And he definitely deserves to get off anything he did. So if he's going to kick buddy snags like that and have his own pill, he can basically do what he wants in the community, I feel. I so, he should be uh, acquitted of all the run, charges. Him, if, OJ, that, if, if OJ can get away with murder, why can't to go here to touch somebody? Yeah, no, let him do his own thing. And he's, uh, he's got a prominent place in the big fish. So he deserves to kick snags and touch whoever he wants just That's get it. around him definitely alrighty now we go to uh, Steve um, question tonight another one uh, we may be able to, may want to skip if you want uh, why does Lachlan want people to die Steve is such a bore like he was on the podcast with you and he was just boring his question now is just boring his team is boring the chat he offers is boring the bloke's life is boring 
I don't know what else to go with that. Like, you, you actually should have done this podcast a favour and just bloody pretended he never sent any questions. Just played dumb so you didn't get it because uh, he is an absolute bore. So uh, I've got not much to add to him without fucking boring everybody and I don't want to be like Steve. So I listened to that fucking 25 minutes that he was on and, my God, monotone, dull, and he always blames the kid. Don't blame the kid. You've got a wife. She can look after the kid. Get on the podcast and give us something. He yeah, gave us right. nothing. Um, yeah, I don't even remember what his question was because I'm not bored by his question. <laughs> you can just fucking move on. All right. You can tell me to pass. He's got four more, three more that are also pretty average. So you can oh, tell me to pass if you I'm want. Sure, I'm sure they'll all be high quality because yeah. that's the way he operates. <laughs> now, let's hear the questions because if they're shit, I want to make them known. <laughs> all right. Uh, why does Lachlan think anyone wants to see his face? Shock me. Boring question. Next. <laughs> uh, why does Lachlan believe 5G causes corona? Oh, he, he probably doesn't know what fucking 5G is. So I'm pretty sure you didn't say teacher, that anyway. Say it again? I'm pretty sure you didn't say no, that I anyway. Ne- I, I never said that. No, that's uh, something Steve just made up. and That's the way you that's the way you live life. When your life's in such a little fucking crab-like shell and you're just fucking boring, you're going to make up stuff. And that's what he's done. So... No, look, I've got nothing to, to answer to that. He's just fucking bored me with three questions. What's his fourth? Uh, what conspiracy theory will Lachlan fall for next? Oh, I don't know. Maybe let's get the act that the government said that fucking six that will uh, make everybody know when you get in contact with somebody with a virus. That sounds like a conspiracy, doesn't it? What a yeah. shocking idea that is. Yeah, it's a horrible six idea. Six million people must have known. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Well, yeah. Why would we want to get better and get out of isolation? Why would you want to know if you've come into contact with someone with the virus when you've got a family at home? Mm. Makes no sense. Nah, <laughs> let's do what Steve wants to do and just assume that we're better than everything, better than technology and know everything and we're not boring because that makes perfect sense. Nah, that's awesome. I love lockdown, so let's be more like Steve. Go you, Steve. <laughs> Fucking hell, what a twit. Oh, <laughs> fucking Jesus. Tee off, Jesus Christ. Bit of, bit, of, bit of salt in this one, I reckon, Jesus. Oh. Somebody had to say it. And look, you read those four questions out. And I, we're on Zoom here, so I can see your face. And you were bored. <laughs> <laughs> you, you rolled your eyes at each one because they were boring questions. And then he wants to talk about the bloody conspir- uh, things that aren't real and things that are made up and he, he doesn't even want us to get out of lockdown. He's loving the fact that he's home being bored. What are the odds, eh? Loves home, being home doing nothing. So why would you get an app when you can get out of being home doing nothing when you can not get the app and be one of the minority and just hate people? So uh, thanks, Steve. All righty. Uh, well, now I've got one from Marto, which every week he wants, or he wants me to ask the, the hub question. So you've got three people that you can uh, be in a hub with and three people that you would least like to be in a hub with. Okay. All right. I'm going to be logical here. Um, I'm taking Scotty. Yep. Firstly, I need a reliable drinking partner. Yep. So, and the fact he keeps winning cash, uh, he would be able to fund the beverages. So he, he's a must. He's even got the, the league uh, names have been changed onto him. So, you know, you're doing well when the league name changes. Yeah, no, he keeps cash again. So I like our beverage. He likes beverage. And now I know he can fund the beverages. If I'm stuck somewhere, he's coming. Perfect. Uh, secondly, I'm, I'm taking yourself. Oh. Uh, I need to ensure the comedy is an all-time high. Uh, when Scotty starts to get his little fucking downy ways, you can sort of pick us back up. So I think that would be the perfect mix there. And I, I reckon that it is uh, an easy option for number two. Thirdly, this is going to surprise you. I'm taking Alex. He needs, he needs a session to sit down with us and fully discuss Bontgate. <laughs> so where he went wrong, where he can improve, and hopefully this session will actually help him um, improve himself and 
and, and get better without just fucking sitting back and being an oxygen thief. We'll teach him how to be at the train table, how to just improve himself and how to be liked. Because right now, sorry, Alex, got work to do. So I reckon the stint on an island with us three would uh, would help him to no end. It sounds like a good time. I like it. Uh, who I'm not taking. Who yes. I'm not, uh, firstly, Ben, oh. I, I taught myself to have to spend any time locked away with a bloke that hates our law enforcement as much as he does. So uh, there's blokes that go out there, put their lives on the line, leaves their families day in, day out, and Ben just thinks their job is on par with Keelan's forehead. So, look, I, for one, won't stand for it, and he needs to be first on the list until he starts to show some love for our fucking police out there and actually realises that their jobs matter and we need them. I do not want to be anywhere near him. So if there's an island somewhere I don't want to be with, fit him on there. <laughs> Second, Keelan. His forehead's huge. If it's sunny, it'll be reflecting my eyes all day. It'll do me head in, so he has to be there. I couldn't have that. Yep. Thirdly, I'm going Mardo. You know what? Because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he tried to derail my, uh, the main man's plans to that little side chat that he has with Keelan telling him my plans on McLean when I wanted to have all the fun of keeping him guessing. So, look, he proved he's about as likable as a kid in the head. So, is there's nothing more than a sin on an island listening to Ben describe all the ways that he hates cops and fucking having the sunshine in his eyes all day. So, fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fair. Cool. You'll, notice yeah. I did, you'll notice I didn't put Grant in any hubs either because you know why? He offers nothing, neither good or bad. He's actually, he's the actual definition of bland. It's too <laughs> hard to place a dull object in something as important as these hubs. So he, for one, can jog on and spend time perfecting his smile, looking at the cardboard box or whatever he talks to. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to the right. next question. Next question is from Mardo. Uh, who needs to lift their banter game in the group chat? Well, Braids is one, but... Uh, He's a mute. He's a quiet kid. So he's uh, even when you get him on the podcast, you're going to have to do all the work. So, But he's chipped in here and there, but he's just uh, your inverted personality. But he's one who could definitely give us a little bit more. Yep. Um, Alex just chips in here and there. But to be fair, if I was trapped in like he is, I probably wouldn't be saying much either. Yep. Ben comes in and uh, he's actually got me stuffed because he keeps coming in, talking about Brian and Donuts, and then not answering and then leaving. So he's probably off, buddy working on his next protest against cops or some bullshit. So those guys would be up there. Um, I reckon everybody else is pretty active in the chat. Grant and Kane, they're a bit older, so I'll let them off. They've, um, they've probably got the chat muted and fair enough too. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure Kane definitely has it muted because like, the first week he was into it, he's like, what the hell is going on? Dad's like, I just mute it. Don't worry about it. You can pop on every now and then for a listen and that's about it. Yeah, no, nah, that, that's fair enough. If I was uh, in their shoes, I'd probably have muted too. So but now the others need to fucking lift a little bit and give us something. Definitely. I think, yeah, Grant pops on every now and then for a little bit of a barb every now, here and there, but I don't think I've even seen Kane post anything. So, But that's fair yeah. enough. So I don't think he knows any of it really well, so it makes sense. True that. It uh, can be a tough uh, environment to work your way into. You've got to be pretty confident. So Especially, Alex yeah. is starting to get there slowly but surely. And yeah, he's getting in there a bit more this week. Take that have flipped out a few times really to be confident and realise it doesn't matter how stupid he is, there's always somebody worse. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I can imagine Kane first law, someone the first time they get in the, in the chat looking at it and there's just someone calling you, calling their own dad fat and someone fucking Bryza sending his audio messages calling everyone fucking cunts and you'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking out of this. What's going on here? Yeah, there's definitely uh, no holding back, which is yeah. fair enough because some of these blokes need it. Definitely. Some people got to learn the hard way. Second question. I think I probably know the answer. Who is the buy of the league? Oh, mate. I think you just had I've, it, didn't you? I've, I've lost sleep over this. And Steve, we need to talk because, mate, I shouldn't be paying money to a competition to rock up, to be ready to compete, and there's nothing happens. So uh, it, was a, it was a disappointing weekend. I've never had a, a one like that. So answer is killing story. Yeah, I figured that was coming. 
What is your most hated behavior on the chat? No, I don't really have a hated behavior. I'm pretty easily entertained. Steve hating fucking the app's funny. So if I want to choose something, given he's brought it up, we'll put that up there. But I don't know, I just get so bored by when he starts talking, so it's really hard to switch on. That actually brings me to my next question. Is not having the app what caused us to go into another, into another lockdown? 100%. Yeah. Yep, everyone doesn't have the app is the reason we are now. So yeah. and, uh, as we discussed earlier, suits some people more than others. Yeah. Some, uh, I'm not one of them. Yeah. That's why I put the app. I want to be able to lock down and have fun with my friends, but no, some people right. don't like their friends or have any, so they like to not have the app. <laughs> All right, definitely. <laughs> or no, last two questions from uh, Grant, Mister In Between. Uh, do you think Do you think Steve is happy with Jaden Dawson at pick thirty five when in the same round Merritt, Boke, Hearn, Kennedy went after him? Ah, uh, my boy Jaden. Look, it didn't matter what happened in that game. I was just happy that he made him captain. Oh, man, my uh, Is Steve happy? No, look, Steve's not happy. He's uh, he's copped, he's copped it left, right, and centre over that pick. And fair so enough, too. It was disgusting. It was a terrible pick on the night. It was a terrible pick after round two, and it's a terrible pick now. He should be fucking moving him on. I'm surprised he hasn't ended the waiver wise yet. So it just shows how well he's travelling if he's still got him in his team. I think he's probably keeping him based on principle. <laughs> Can't get rid of him because yeah, the amount of probably, cop, the amount of shit he will cop if he drops in would be twice as bad. It'd be the Jim Mont factor. Has, yeah. to, has to keep him there no matter what. Exactly right. <laughs> Speaking of the Jim Mont factor, what do you think of Grant's little sneaky uh, accepted trade this morning just to get rid of him? No, nah, I'm all for that. Scotty had time to remove the trade and didn't do it. Exactly he right. um, threw Jim Mont around. I actually thought that Scotty had done well there because I thought that oh, personally I think Grant's probably better bet than Jim Mont. So Jim Mont was off a big game. Uh, it was a perfect time to cash in. It took green, uh, but then reversed it. So yeah. no, Green's, I thought, um, Green's missed I a few weeks. When it happened, Scotty would have been happy. Yeah, I think Green's yeah. now he's missed those two weeks. Now I just you don't know what's going to happen with him because he's missed two weeks right laid outs as well. So he's fucked Green now twice now. Being yeah, laid out, so. some shit forwards though. So yeah. Green would have been in, and Jumont in Scotty's ideal world would be on his bench. So uh, no, I thought Scotty was actually secretly happy with that trade yeah. uh, and reversed it just because. He could, and I think um, he ended up throwing in McGrath as well, didn't he? Yeah, it was McGrath for Cochin as a weird so, sort yeah, of no, reversal thought, thing. Yeah. I thought it was a good, thought it was a tactical master play by uh, Scotty there, and then I was surprised he reversed it. Yeah. Oh, wait to see, uh, see what happens next week when uh, Green's other laid out, and Scotty will be very happy with his decision. <laughs> True that. Next last, and uh, last one is, do you think it's unfair to refer to Keelan as a meerkat when he clearly looks like Chucky from Rugrats? That's a great call because Chucky has no hair. Oh, he's, he's got that little bit on the top, but Keelan's forehead's fucking massive. So that's a, that's a very good call. You can choose anybody who's just got that hairline that starts halfway back of your head and you can pretty much replace him with Keelan. So uh, I don't know if you've been out with Keelan in daytime, but um, it's, it's not great. You legitimately have to make sure you've got a hat and sunnies on, otherwise you are going to be on struggle street. So, And that's without actually the, – the good thing about it, the sun's reflecting your eyes when you – Killing's near you, you can't see his face because it's fucking it's hard work. So um, yeah, no, I agree with that that call. He, he's a meerkat, but the Rugrats reference, I can see how you can get there. Yeah, very nice, and uh, probably goes well with throwing the toys out of the cot and wearing a nappy as well. So yeah, works well in uh, all different types of metaphors, and and deserves it too because he's a real piece of shit. So no, nah, fuck Killing. Yeah, alrighty, and uh, my last question, which I ask everybody, uh, who do you think's the uh, the tip for the 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 uh, draft flag this year? I would have to say it's out of two. Um, one is Nicholas Wast, and we can thank Alex for that one because as soon as he gave him Bontempelli for nothing, he's just been able to shop around and 
improve his position there. So lusty one, hopefully cop some more injuries. And second, Braden. His team's pretty good. So he's uh, flying under the radar there. He's still got Gorn. Come finals, you can... Um, yeah, Gorn as captain. Later finals, you can choose whoever you want. So last year, yeah, he didn't get through them. Yeah, he's in a good spot with Gorn as captain there. Yeah. And I've spoken to him a fair bit about trades and that, and he knows what's going on. So uh, I think he's a smoky. Yeah. He was, um, I think he was very aggressive early in the trades, just offering a bit of, I think he was trying to sort of gauge where he was meant to sit in trades because he offered a lot of rubbish early on. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, I think um, just to try to probably just to like see where he was sitting and seeing what people's reactions were. And then I think he's, yeah, he's definitely yeah. gotten a bit better since, but I think he was just sort of testing the waters. I think it's a smart decision to do for a newbie, just sort of see, where, see what's going and on. And look, he's come to me with trades lately and um, like just last week and even and I offered him something that I was happy with and he told me to go get fucked. So he's uh, he knows how to handle himself now, which is nice. Yeah. No, <laughs> so even if he comes looking, he still won't get bent over, which is what we need. Definitely. Alex, take notes. Yes, definitely. Alrighty, that's uh, that's all I got for me. Thank you very much for uh, for joining me on this podcast, and it'll be uh, it'll be fun reviewing and fun listening. Mate, we're two from two, so you can you can go through the other ones, and we we've got the two highest rating podcasts without a shadow of a doubt. Yep. Keelan was reasonably funny. Um, the others can barely even remember him. So look, you can. Uh, I'm not shocked you came and got me again because that was a quality stuff. Go us. Yeah, definitely. Exactly right. Great team effort. And uh, for the two for the two most uh, informed players on the actual on the field, we're also the most two informed players off the field. So it's working well. Absolutely. It's hard to disagree there. This would be great <laughs> listening to it. I'm keen as you get this podcast up and running because I want to listen to it. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. I'm going to bloody replay the bit about Steve being boring. Uh, fuck me. I've never said a more accurate thing in my life. <laughs> Other than every time I said fuck Keelan in this, because that, that needs to be counted. There'll be a few of them. There'll be a few of them, yeah. You think you threw them in after every second question. It was good. I'll enjoy it, yeah. He needs it. He needs it. I'm looking forward to being back on actually writing the questions next week because there wasn't enough said about Ben hating cops this week. So we'll be back on that next week. Stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. I look forward to it. <laughs> It'll be good if, uh, if Benny actually wins a game, then he can actually probably have a chance to be on the podcast and we can really get his thoughts. I'll uh, try and, if I see him win a game, I think he's a chance. I'll try and word me questions thinking that he'll get to him, but it's going to be hard to predict. Yeah, no, I pretty much told Benny at one point, I'm like, look, I'm like, if you, I think it was after the second or third week, I'm like, because you, uh, you were just going into him with question art, like all these cop questions. I'm like, look, man, I'll, get, I'll tell you this, if you can win well, you're on the podcast. And basically since then, he's gone one and four. So he's really done nothing well, nothing right. Since. Yeah, he's got issues, mainly being his team shit. So <laughs> if he wants to get on here, he needs to switch things around. Definitely. Oh, well, not everyone can be good. Not everyone's great, mate. Some people are just average. That's exactly right. Exactly right. We set that high bar you. Definitely. All righty. Thank you very much, and I'll uh, let you get back to doing whatever it was you were doing. So now it's time for the Not Suitable for Children Award. Look, um, could be a bit rough, but this bloke, look, just had a bad game. Was talked up early in the week, as I said, as an easy win by his opponent, but unfortunately, the opposite happened. We had some horrible players who just didn't perform. Look, sorry, Marto, but I'm going to have to call the school because you are not suitable for children. Right now it's time for the Brownlow Medal. One vote. S. Higgins. Lee Rance alone. Two votes. M. Gorn. Dob Squad. Three votes. T. English. Big Fish. Alright guys, that's all I've got time for today. Don't have any more fun little tidbits or songs or stories at the end of this one, but look, if you can think of something fun to throw in at the end of one of these uh, podcasts, shoot me a line and I'll do my best to make it happen. Whether it's a song request or a shout out or something like that. Let's uh, add a bit of something to the end of it so it's not all about the coaches. Let's uh, give me something to do, you know what I mean? Let's make it fun for me as well so I don't have to listen to all these guys rabble on for hours and hours and hours. 
But that look, that's me done. This was Choking Hazard, the podcast. This was our weekly review round seven. I'm Joseph Gassick, and let's go, Pies.